Welcome to Artists of New England. This is a podcast created to inspire you on your journey of artistic expression. Whether you are a career artist, a teacher, an emerging artist, or hobbyist, you can learn and gain support from your peers. We will explore the symbiotic relationship between these groups, lending insight and empathy towards each other. We will discover the where, when, why, and how of the creative process of artists living and working in New England, with occasional bonus interviews with gallery owners, collectors of fine art, and art historians. Perhaps today's show will bring you the aha moment you've been waiting for. Good morning. Welcome to the Artists of New England podcast. It has been a crazy summer, so I'm going to tell you that this show is a little bit different in its content, but it's, I think it's very exciting. We have um, four people that I interviewed from the series gallery as patrons who came in the door on Sunday, August 18th. And the range and variety of their life stories is so amazing. I, I just am marveling. I have a young college graduate, Ryan Doonan from Ossipee, New Hampshire, who is just starting his first year this year of teaching fourth grade. And he loves art. He brought his whole family into the gallery. I assumed his mom had drugged them all in, but no, it was him. And uh, he shares a little bit about himself and he is certainly a future collector of fine art. Um, several great, great stories. One from uh, East Hampton, New York. Uh, Teresa Davis, she worked, has a full collection herself. Teresa God from Wilmington, Mass. And Anastasia Hilvers from Fairmont, Virginia. So hang on, we're going to get to that. But before we do, I'd like to share a few things um, about upcoming events. So... First off, yes, it's been a crazy summer. Three weeks in Europe, which was fantastic, uh, followed by the extreme sadness and loss of a nephew at 37 years old. Of course, it's ongoing. Um, then a month of hospitalization and rehab with mom. So it's it's been long, long for all of us. So upcoming for the podcast, which I am continuing, as you've noticed, I've gone to bi-weekly for the summer and actually been doing that by the seat of my pants. And so I'm hoping to get back to weekly, but we will see how everything goes once I get back to work full time with my teaching schedule that gets even more difficult. So um, we have this thing that I've been chatting about on Facebook, if anybody's been out there listening, and I know some of you have, but I'd like to have something called uh, like an annual podcast paint out. So I'm calling it the first annual Artist of New England podcast paint out party. How do you like that? Looking towards the end of September, possibly a Sunday. And what I'm, what I kind of have in mind is uh, Newcastle Commons is a beautiful place, as most of you know, to paint. I thought maybe we could meet there for a couple of hours and paint um, whoever would like to, maybe from you know two to four and then take an hour break to work our way into Portsmouth and meet at the series gallery for, you know, bring your own BYOB and snacks, whatever to share. Just have a get together where we just talk and kind of catch up and uh, see what everyone's been doing since they've been interviewed. Um, this is not exclusive to those who've been interviewed. If you're an artist and would like to come and meet people who uh, have been interviewed, or indeed if you're interested in being on the show, come and 
meet me and um, we'll set you up with an interview. So um, two ways to support the show, Patreon. You can find me over there at Artists of New England. And for two, five or $10 a month, you can help support the show. And then I've printed these amazing t-shirts. Uh, those will be $30 each. I have about 15 printed now, maybe 18. And um, if you want to reserve them ahead of time, send me an email at artistsofnewengland at gmail.com. And those are $30. Also, they're kind of cool in that um, the lettering and everything is black. And so someone suggested, hey, why don't we get a, um, a marker and put our episode number? So I thought that might be a cool thing to do, too. So starting off for today's show, what is it that patrons and collectors are coming into these galleries looking for? Um, as most of you know, I'm a member of the series gallery in Portsmouth. And I've been there almost three years, had no intention of staying past six months, but it's just been an amazing journey. And I have learned so much uh, from the other amazing artists there, as well as the general public. Um, they're much more knowledgeable than you think as you get to, to uh, talk to people. So the first thing I've learned over the years is never ever to judge a person's ability to purchase a painting based on anything, no matter what you could think in your mind. One of our members at a first Friday watched as an older couple was staring at one of his large paintings for quite a long time, about 15 minutes, pointing, they took a picture, this, that, and you know, they weren't dressed like anything special. Well, by the end of that night, he finally got over there and talked to them. By the end of the night, he had commissions of over $10,000 from that couple, and uh, also they purchased that painting. Another great story I'm going to share. Many of you know I had that show, Elemental Returns, and that one large two-foot by three-foot, my first ever that-size painting. It did sell over the summer, and I happened to be working the gallery, and this older man came in with his wife and his daughter and his grandchildren, and we talked. He was a financial planner. We talked for a long time, um, and he kept going over and staring at that painting and then coming back and chatting. And this went on for about 20 minutes. Well, the grandkids were dying to get to Annabelle's and his daughter was getting frustrated. So I went over and got a business card as he went to look at the painting for the last time. And I went up and I handed it to him and I said, well, here, you know, take this. And, um, you know, if you reconsider and he whipped out his credit card right from his pocket and said, well, here's my card and I'm just going to take it. And so that was probably the highlight of my painting career, I would have to say. I don't know that I'll ever eclipse that um, that sale and that experience. And so he purchased that. And um, patrons that come in, many will return for to sneak and buy a gift that someone they were with, usually a spouse, sometimes a sister, uh, you know, who's admired a painting and they'll come back later or they'll call later and say, oh, I just put that aside. I want to surprise you know, my wife or my husband or my sister um, with that painting. And that happens quite a bit. I love when those happen. So we get everything from, you know, I have a wall. I have a wall that needs something. I'm looking for something with blues, you know, to go over the, over the sofa. The funniest ones, though, are those that come in. I have not an inch of wall space, none. And so I'm safe. I won't be buying anything. So I'm safe to come and look. Well, most of you know Elaine Miller, um, the owner of the series gallery, and she had a painting of Crawford Notch that she didn't think 
she should bring into the gallery because, you know, it's on the seacoast. Most people want, or she assumed most people wanted paintings of the seacoast area. So she finally brought it in. And not long after she did, a man came in who had no room, only came in because he was sure he would not be able to purchase anything. And then stood there staring at her painting of Crawford Notch called Out of Clarity into Mist for 45 minutes. At the end, he finally bought it. He just had to give in. And it's a smallish size. I'm going to say six by eight, maybe eight by 10. And um, he bought it and took it home. And a year later, contacted her to see if he could put it in a reprinting of a book about Crawford Notch by Lucy Crawford, in which the front cover contains a courier and Ives painting. And he wanted to put Elaine's painting in the back cover. So all these serendipitous moments are just so amazing. There's so many more stories I could tell you um, about these kinds of events. But I would like for you to listen carefully to these four various patrons and their reasons for coming into the gallery and give you a hint of you know who's out there and, and um, what they're looking for, what motivates them to buy those kinds of things. So each one is roughly six to seven minutes, and I hope you enjoy. I am here today at the Series Gallery, recording live, and we are having, right now, a short interview with Ryan Doonan from Ossipi, New Hampshire. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for coming. Uh, no problem. Yes. <laughs> so I went over and I saw you with your family, mm-hmm. and I assumed mom had been dragging her kids in, but found out you dragged the family in. So yeah. I love it. That's yeah. great. Yeah, no, they... I also have more of a kind of passive interest in art and like what was on the way as we were walking by. So yeah. I figured why not just jump in for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Well, you guys were engaged. You were talking and very, you know, looking at things. So that was interesting. Do you, do you personally visit fine art galleries often? Well, not as often as I would like, cause I don't live in the most ideal location, but you know, typically if I were to go down to like Portland or Portsmouth, usually sure. I try to do like a couple of times you know, a year, and I do. Right. It's like one of the main reasons why I, I would go down there in the first place. Gotcha. Yeah. I, mean, I was in Europe, I visited a lot, actually, because there's a lot more yes. frequency of them, yeah. But, yeah. So what, where did your interest in art begin? Where did you... I guess, or like, in the visual art sense, I guess yeah. that's something more of a newer idea. Um, what did I read? I read the picture of Dorian Gray. Okay. Yeah, that okay. kind of, no, that's more like a, yeah, kind of abstract thing about art, and you know, not seeing the visual stuff. I've always been interested in art and like from like kind of film or writing. But uh, okay. I have a friend too who um, is an artist in North Conway. And he's yeah. got interested in it too. Oh. He actually went with the art school and okay. make some stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. So, do you dabble at all? Uh, I've drawn a little bit. I don't think I'm particularly fantastic at it myself, but um, I think like I handle like some things I'm okay at. But compared to like other areas of art. Mm-hmm. It's like more unexplored to me. Like I write, I've been writing since I was very young. I've been doing music a lot. This is like newer to me. I don't yeah. think I'm particularly great at it, but it's good yeah. to explore new. But you're very young and you have a great, a great interest in this. Yeah, so yeah maybe you're blossoming yes. to something something. Yeah. Um, how about other venues to learn about art? Do you ever do museums or YouTube, podcasts, social media? Yeah, I definitely did a lot of museums. It's kind of sim, kind of similar in the whole idea that I'm not. It's not too many there are some museums from where i'm from it's not really high frequency yeah of them but um you know i, I studied history so i like history a lot in okay and i've um, 
kind of always like museums. I almost prefer art galleries now, I guess, in a way. If I had to pick between, I had to go to one or the other. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I know. Like, you're in Osby. I'm in Alton Bay. We're in the sticks. Basically. Yeah, yeah. It's not yet. What's been inspiration for artists? It you know, sure is. Or I think yeah. I, what's near the Notch. If you drive up the other Notch, mm -hmm. I was there with um, going there um, just a few months ago, and there were a lot of artists there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful area. So, yeah. okay, what type of artwork kind of grabs your attention? Abstract, mm -hmm. impressionistic, realistic? I guess maybe the the 60s, maybe like 19th century kind of oil works, mm -hmm. really, I like a lot. Um, but kind of, yeah, like 1800s, a little bit earlier okay. style like that, I like the oils. Yeah. If I want to get into oil, I know oil has a lot to do, but the heard is like the most sweet, fairly forgiving type of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe if I were to start there, but I think it's a lot to store, just yeah. kind of, it's kind of expensive too. But um, yeah, mainly the oil stuff, um, Monet would be one I like a lot. Um, and kind of that whole general. What's that? I forget the guy's name. It's like Wander about the Sea Fog. It's the by It's I forget the artist's name, but he is pretty intense kind of art. The kind of from the Romanticism yeah. age. I think that's really my favorite cup of tea. Turner, yes, Turner, yeah. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. he was looking at your paintings. Yeah. So that would, that's what you were drawn to. Yeah, yeah, almost kind of. I don't want to say overly dark, but or kind of empty gothic. Like, kind of like for some reason, I don't know why. Like, yeah, that kind of yeah fascination. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, one thing I recently heard about that is that um, at the time of Turner, they were using so much coal that the sky was always filled with this black smoke. Oh, really? And so people always think he's like kind of doing these warships, and they are, but uh -huh. it's not necessarily that this they are right. engaged in war. It's yeah, just this is how it London, was. The London skyline. Yeah, well, I think there was like, there was some, like 1812, there was some year like when New England and Europe had like no winter because they had that big volcano eruption. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I imagine all the art there must have been super weird to paint like the sun, how it was, because you can't see mm -hmm. the red sunlight often. So imagine mm -hmm. all the art. Yeah. from that era. Yeah. So I guess of my list of what kind of patron you would describe yourself today, I guess casual stroller slash learner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. And have you ever acquired um, a piece yourself or thought about it? Uh, actually, only kind of thought of it recently. I'm seekingly at it, trying to get a new apartment. And I'm also... Mm -hmm. um, this is my first year teaching in a classroom, oh, so I was kind of so like, oh, I don't want to get, yeah, I don't want to get, anything, you know, like anything super big for a professor, yes. cause, but I was thinking of buying some kind of, you know, you know, kind of, kind of posters, stuff like that. I'm not sure I can actually buy a frame, but then hang it in the wall. Yeah. I'm not sure of the policy on that, but um, right. this is last weekend I was um, looking at like Amazon stuff yeah. or stuff, yeah. but um, no, I'd like to get like an original, like, yeah. not a copy someday. So down the road someday. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I mean. Goal. I walked in, oh, these are, well, these are really expensive, like, well, it's the original thing, so I mean, you kind of <laughs> yeah. have to charge a lot, because you couldn't, right. yeah, it's not, only one. Right. Um, so congratulations, what will you be teaching? Uh, fourth grade. Ah, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah so. I can see you'll be a fun, engaging teacher. Yeah, well, yeah that's what, <laughs> well, that's the plan. But, yeah. yeah, are there any things about visiting galleries that kind of bother you, or excite you, or any, um, either end of the spectrum? Uh, I guess what I like felt them to start on the positive end that's usually a more kind of quiet environment or yeah. more my cup of tea you know like yeah. if you're outside it's, you can be kind of louder but typically kind of it's like a library in a way it kind mm -hmm. of engenders a little more 
like certain things. And you can talk about Hi. weird ideas that you can't really typically talk about in like a regular right. setting. You can't really bring up this kind of weird philosophy yeah. if you're talking casually, but the art can kind of bring that out. So I guess I like that. Um, I guess what I think don't like, um, I don't know, sometimes like me and my friends would pop in and it would be kind of be like walking around and maybe we don't look like the artistic patrons that people would expect. Yeah. So maybe it's a kind of judgment there. Maybe we're undressed in like the most formal attire because we're just like pop in. Yeah. And um, but maybe some maybe it's kind of some kind of quick glances of judgment. But yeah, oh, yeah. but I mean, I, I mean, most, have you ever had anybody actually? No, I mean, I had, I had this recently at the Portland Museum of Fine Arts, whatever, like, me and my friends were in this little kind of room, got a collection of art, and I, and I, they did, no one said anything to me, but one of, like, the, not, not guards, I mean, one of the people, like, the work staff in there said my friends were apparently too close to the painting, and they were, I'm not sure, maybe they were, maybe, like, the breath, you know, the breath damages them, maybe that's what the I've gotten thing. that a lot. Yeah, so they were just trying so, to. Yeah, there actually are parameters that you're supposed to like that usually they mark the floor yeah they wanted to see mark and maybe i i did see exactly how far they were but i guess i don't know like i don't know people were close to maybe they're because they looked kind of like hoodlums yeah or i get right up to them and yeah. then they're like, mm -hmm. they, like maybe your breath yeah so that's the like one time my friends were like we want to go close but i didn't see it so maybe they were but they, no it's usually a pretty calm environment right. you know, so not too much negative to say Okay, well, in closing, is there anything you'd like to say about this gallery here, series gallery? Uh, I like it a lot. I definitely will if I have a financial like a, you know, get an yeah. original piece from a local artist would be really cool. Not only to like support local art, which is something that I imagine it's like a big deal, but also yeah. just to kind of have your own original piece and it's inspired from local surroundings. So, yeah, so I think I'll hopefully someday come back and try to buy something yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um it's an interesting venue because we have 22 or 25 i forget now artists in here so mm -hmm. the style is very you know quite a bit no like so yeah we try to keep that yeah, diverse. Yeah, because if you only have one type of style, you really appeal to that one customer who walks in the door, but you don't know what the yeah. one will like or not. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, well thank you so much. It yeah. was great. It was nice talking to you. All too. right. Yeah. Have a good day. Right, Bye. Here we have commandeered yet another of our gallery patrons here at the series gallery, Teresa Davis from East Hampton, New York. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I'm just going to ask a few questions about, okay. you know, how often do you visit galleries, that kind of thing? I uh, work at the Pollock Krasner House, so right. I um, go to galleries every chance I can get. Yeah. And go to museums and go to uh, New York every chance I can get. Wow. Well, that's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. My goodness. And um, so where did this interest begin? Um, you know, my dad's aunts were both in, interested in art yeah and they worked at the cleveland Inst cleveland museum of art okay and one of them was a painter okay um so one of them worked for the president of the cleveland museum of art wow. and one of them was a painter and nobody in my immediate family is a painter um so i think i was just born with my dad's mm -hmm. side of this family mm -hmm. and, and so did you grow up going to galleries um no 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 i went I to an art school in san francisco okay and then i transferred down to a uc school yeah. and graduated in art history okay and then i worked at um 
Cleveland Institute of Art. Yeah. I mean, everything was art, 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 wow. art from when I was this big. Yeah. So I. So you don't know. It was just infused. It was just part <laughs> of me. In your DNA. It was. In that, yeah. I love it. So you obviously must have your own collection of well, original. I started to. Yeah. And um, you know, a friend of mine just <laughs> came in from. Um, from Australia, and she said, I am so sick of my small paintings. And I thought, that's all I have. <laughs> and I thought, I better get some really, because I have a wall that's like 80 inches long, and I want it to be something abstract and really terrific. Okay. And, you know, my whole world right now is abstract expressionist. Okay. okay. And, um, and so I keep going to these shows that oh. I keep thinking, oh, I'm going to buy like a, um, you know, like a Motherwell, or I'm going to buy a Rothko or something. And it's like, who do I think I am? This is like way out of my range. But I like that. That's actually the last question. Is there something you dream of acquiring? So, um, yeah, but I have a lot of artist friends uh, working in the Pollock Krasner house. And so I think I might commission somebody to do something that's 80, 80 inches long by like 50 inches wow. high. I have just this giant wall, mm -hmm. and then it's just a very serene living room. So it would yeah. really be fun to have something like that. Sounds beautiful. So you're up here on vacation? Yeah, I just picked Same. up my son from um, Cambridge. Okay. He was doing an internship for the summer. Yeah. And I'm bringing him back home, and he said, <laughs> how about if we go up to Portland, Maine for a few days yeah. before we go home? And I said, good idea. Yeah. So he has a friend that lives here, and he suggested the little place right uh, on the water to eat. Okay. Yep. And so we just ate there, and we're heading up to Portland. Oh, nice. Yeah. And you popped in here. Yeah. So what drew you into our gallery? Just you see gallery, and you run oh, in? I, I see. You know, <laughs> and my son is like, okay, I'll meet Doug. <laughs> away because I have tortured them to death when I go into a museum. And then he saw me catch you and he said no. <laughs> I go mom. into a museum and I could there could be 17 paintings there and I will spend four hours yeah. there because. Yeah. Well I you were really drawn know. right away and I'm going to butcher her name I'm sorry but Hawaii Ho you were drawn right to her work and asked if we had any other paintings. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I liked her painterly yeah, quality. Yeah. I mean, I look for things that are loose. Right. Very loose, mm -hmm. but still get the essence of what you're, what the subject matter's about, or if it moves me, or yeah. the colors excite me. Right. Um, or the uh, energy in there. So you're answering all these questions. I don't have to ask. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how I... That's how I move, mm -hmm. is through energy, color, light, everything. Mm -hmm. So when you find that perfect piece that moves you, is price an option, an, an issue at all? Well, it should be, but it's not. <laughs> You're I, reckless. I think I am totally reckless. <laughs> it should absolutely be, but I went to a gallery opening last night with, um, with Mother Well, yeah, just with myself. <laughs> okay. And um, it was in East Hampton, and it was abstract expressionist okay. of okay. the time of Pollock and oh. Lee Krasner. And I walked in there, and there was a, um, a Marcarelli, which I just love Marcarelli. Okay. And um, she said, no, that's sold already. So I was like, that's good for me. That's good for, for my me. budget, because that one was, you were feeling that. And then there was abandoned. a Peter Busa that was like... 
this big, and I thought, okay, how much is that one? That one I, I could live with very easily. And she said, that's 150000 And I said, I can live with that. Okay, I will keep moving. <laughs> I thought I couldn't live with that. Oh, my goodness. Um, this is great. Do you have happen to have a funny story about any purchase? Yes. Oh, or, or not a purchase, okay. but I probably shouldn't say this over the air. But um, I... One of the things I do at the Krasner House is I organize the docents to come in mm -hmm. and to give the talks yep. to people that come in. We always call ourselves the United Nations in the summer because we get people from all over, sure. all over the world. So I got a call in for somebody, and on Wednesdays and Thursdays we do registration only, three tours a day. And so somebody called in, a male, and said, I'd like to go on a tour on such and such a day and I said I'm sorry we're all sold out I can put your name on the waiting list and he said and I said can I have your last name if you'd like that and he said sure Picasso and um, <laughs> I said and what is your what is your number and he gave me his number and I just thought somebody was playing a joke well this was Picasso's son oh my Claude Picasso. gosh did you so find a spot <laughs> we found a spot and I told him the next day when he oh came I gosh. said I am the one that told you there was no in it, no room at the inn, and I am so sorry. And he goes, I am just a normal person. Yeah, isn't that nice? And he was so humble and so yeah. sweet. And yeah. his mother is Francois um, Gillot, yeah. and he said he visits her every every month in New York because that's where she lives, and yeah. she's 98. Yeah. And, um, wow. and he says, I come visit her every oh, month. Where's she from? France. 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 Wow, that is so. That I is just, so I just nearly kicked Claude Picasso out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What do you consider your greatest acquisition so far? Well, I just bought a um, Joseph Glasgow, and I really, really, really want to buy a Walter Plate. Okay. Now he worked in um, in Woodstock, so nobody really knows of his name, but he does the most beautiful abstract art yeah. that you would and colors and energy and light yeah. um, it, it, it was so exciting but the piece is like you know $35,000 and I asked his rep I said you could work with me in any way that you'd like <laughs> let's make a deal <laughs> And I could see how uncomfortable and your was. son is like calculating, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> my, goes my college education. <laughs> my son is like, you're ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, thank you so much. Oh, this has thank been you. fun. Thank you very it's much so for having me. to come in here. I appreciate it very much. I hope you edit this. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> I am here. The series gallery in Portsmouth with Teresa Goud, who has come up from Wilmington, Mass. Yes, just for the day? Just for the day. Nice. And what drew you into the gallery? Um, I noticed it. We were going over for ice cream, and I noticed it was art gallery. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'm going to stop in there on my way back the other way. So Cool. So where did your art um, interest in art begin? Probably in school. Mm -hmm. I had an interest, and then, of course, it subsides, and then 
as I got older, I I needed something to uh, take my mind off of trouble. So right. I went yeah. back in and uh, started painting. So and you dabble, and, you're a painter. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, what do you do? A little bit of watercolors. Okay, nice, nice. And how many years? Five, ten years? How long have you been? Yeah, probably around five years. It's great, isn't it? Yes, it's I, very relaxing. And yeah. So, we don't have many watercolorists in here. Really, we're all oils, right? Right. Except and pastel. For, um, yeah. And some pastel, yeah. yeah. So what venues do you use to learn about art? Do you go to museums? Do you do YouTube, podcasts, social media? I went to Weston Ad Studios. I did the whole tour around there. What? I took some watercolors yeah. classes I think that over was, there. I'm sorry, Western? Western Ave Studio. Western Ave, yep, down in Lowell. In Lowell, yes. Yeah. And then uh, YouTube is a wealth of information for yeah. uh, you, you drawing. Regularly. Yes, yeah. Nice, nice. So, what would best describe you today as a patron of the gallery? A casual stroller, first time buyer, seeker of that special something for a particular spot, a real hardcore collector. No, a casual stroller. stroller. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. That's great. We love those. Yeah. We love those. Perfect. Okay, what did you like about this gallery, series gallery? Um, you had some beautiful uh, ocean beach things. I love the boats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like the cranes. Mm -hmm. Those are really nice. Yeah. Being down here, that's what we try to specialize in, that The ocean, beach thing, right? yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so thank you so much. I enjoyed it very much. Thank it's a you. nice uh, addition. It's, it's pretty new, isn't it? Yes. A couple yeah. Years, just a couple years. years. Yeah. So you're familiar. Well, thank you so much. Bye bye. Okay. See you. So my next up is Anastasia Hilvers from Fairmont, West Virginia. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for inviting me. Yes. And and are you just up here on vacation? This is my Army battle buddy, and I'm up here to see her. We were both service members. I love it. I love it. Okay, and where did your interest in art begin? When I was a kid, I always had an interest, even before I had memory. My mother would tell me stories. And as I got older, I took a degree in art. When I went into the Army, that was actually my job. I painted oh. murals for the Army. You're kidding. No, I'm not where? kidding. Where? Well, most of my work was at Fort Sam Houston in oh, Texas, and I received the Army Achievement Medal for it. I received three or four medals while I was in, and that was the only one I felt like I really earned because oh. the rest of them were just sort of right place, right time. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. The murals were uh, well, the smallest one I did was probably uh, poster board size, and most of what I did would be like the army crests or their unit insignias okay. or something like that. The largest I did was probably 20 foot by eight. Wow. Uh, typically we would see things six foot by six. That would be a real typical mm. size. And you would do them on canvas or? Walls. Oh, on walls. <laughs> on walls. Okay, I, I, I was a muralist, but the weirdest thing I ever painted wow. was a rock because my unit <laughs> drill sergeants, were frustrated with their trainees and they wanted to give out the Rockhead Awards. So they made me paint a face, fist-sized rock, and then they'd be mad at somebody 
because they thought they did something dumb and they'd give them the Rockhead Award, which was actually a rock. Oh, my god! <laughs> that I painted a face that on. That you painted. Yeah, that oh was the weirdest gosh. thing I ever painted. I kind of painted quite a few flags, too, oddly yeah. enough. Sure. I love it. So um, you came in here today to the series gallery. What drew you in? The, the um, pictures on the outside, we saw a couple of the works on the outside, and I said to my friend, this is the good stuff. Ah, Let's go uh -huh. in. And, nice. and it, I was not disappointed once I walked through the door, and I told her two or three times, this is the good stuff. This is yeah. the good stuff. Nice. And so it's, um, I really appreciate the, the education and talent, yeah. and these are clearly artists who have honed their craft, yeah. uh, educating themselves one way or another. Yeah. And do you, do you also oil paint today? Do you do smaller fine art paintings? I've been on a hiatus for a couple mm -hmm. of years um, because I've bought a new house. I got married at my age. I'm 60, so who would have thought? I, well, you don't look 60, but good for you. <laughs> oh, I'm totally loving on you right now. <laughs> but um, And I just am remodeling a 100-year-old house. Oh, my god! And so I've given wow. myself some tie-off, but I've been doing some faux finishing. Okay. And Very nice. Oh, yes. She just reminded me. I did participate in the Veterans Art Festival, oh. and um, they had me do some some art sort of like um, therapeutic because yeah. a lot of us come out with yeah. PTSD. Yes. Um, yeah. In my case, mine is very well managed, but it's because I had art as a tool, and my yeah. therapist actually would have me use yeah. my art. Oh, yes. At that time, I was using Prismacolors, mm -hmm. and, but... But my medium of choice yeah. is acrylics. Okay. Uh, I prefer them, but I can work in anything from egg tempera. I have a classical training in media, mm -hmm. but I like the um, rapid use of acrylic. Sure. And sometimes I'll underpaint in acrylic and then overpaint in oils. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, because I, I don't have time. I'm too impatient mm -hmm. to wait. Oh, so, that's cool. wonderful. So where do you put out your art? Do you have a website? I do don't. You? It's strictly no, um, just, so. just once I was doing it professionally for the artist, I was one of the rare artists who actually somebody paid to do art. Yeah. Um, I, I'm nowhere near as good as any of you in here. The, these, the, the quality level in here far exceeds what I can do. I have good technique, but I have no genius in my estimation. <laughs> Whereas wow. everywhere I look, I'm seeing genius in this shop. <laughs> So well, there's some really well, we talented artists. So maybe you're like fine. the rest of us who kind of poo-poo ourselves. Maybe, you know? but I, I would say that, um, you know, I'm seeing some tremendous technique and colorists in here. There's some plein air work that I haven't even been in here that long until yeah. you asked me to do this. Yeah. And there's some plein air work here that just yeah. blow in my yeah, mind. You're, you're I've very, never seen it applied to the ocean before. Yeah, so this is a first for me. Mm, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Am I saying it right? I love it. Yes. Plain okay. Good. Oh, I did. Was it plein air? Well, okay. plein air. I'm going to blame that on my southern accent. No, I That's how we say the south. <laughs> we we love your accent. Actually, it's just adorable. Um. So, have you collected any fine art of your own? I, I have. I I periodically will see something that's within a price point that I can manage, yep. and I will purchase it as yeah. I'm. Um, after I get done with this never-ending historical house remodel, <laughs> I think that I'll be freed up a little bit to, yeah. you know, put some serious money towards this level of art. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, I told my friend when we came in, there, there's no investment like really good 
art. A, a one or two solid pieces make and build your whole room around it. Oh, that's what I think. That's okay. what I think. Yes. I like that. Yes. I, I, well, wow. the, how could you like look at this? Nobody on the radio can see it, but I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. there <laughs> looks like a tetradic, tetradic color scheme over there. Yeah. That's just divine. Exactly. And how can you not have? Like, what am I going to paint my room? I know. Let's do that. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Another Ohio, which I'm pronouncing dreadfully wrong, but she is a fantastic painter. Yeah. What a colorist. Yes. Some, some phenomenal color yeah. there. Yeah. I, oh, I love it. This is so exciting. So, um, is, there, is there any kind of work, any person's work that you would dream of collecting? Oh, I think that there's no doubt I would have a John Singer Sargent. <laughs> there's no doubt. I and and there actually I've gotten to where I recently fell in love with some Hopper works. I saw an Edward Hopper exhibition, mm. and a lot of it reminded me of some of the Sargent's work. Even though I'm not like a stag fight at Sharky's kind of girl, there were some other works <laughs> that I thought were just brilliant. And he was a good portraiturist. Mm. Um, so I, I I just taken a phase for that. Yeah. But I like everything from Degas. I, I think I, but I'd say maybe like the Favis. I really like some Favis work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Manet. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. I would pick up a Manet. Yeah. Um, I like it where a, an artist can use broad, expressive strokes and step back up close. It's it's thick. It's mm-hmm. vibrant. It's it's active. There's it's interacting with that richness. canvas. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of textural work. But step back. That's exactly what he wanted us to see. The folds, the pearls, the rug, the lace. Mm. These are the the people I admire the most. Yeah. I love it. Um, So talking, circling back to visiting galleries. Well, I guess what venues do you use to further your education in art? Do you use um, social media or YouTube or podcasts or going to workshops how do you i would say that i tend to go to featured exhibitions okay that's that's a style of learning that works well for me um i like to hear gallery talks okay Uh, i don't think that i have good enough computers to begin to convey the real life experience Mm -hmm. uh there's so many ephemeral qualities that that you know Mm -hmm. digital media is just not going to come across Mm -hmm. um so I think that's my 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 um, learning of choice. Mm-hmm. I do have a, a four-year degree in it, but mm-hmm. I think that was just the starting point yeah. for the real world. Uh, museums are my secondary. Yeah. yeah. Well, it has been really great talking to you, Anastasia. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of your input. You, you honor me with asking me to oh, do this. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. Wasn't that fun? I enjoyed doing that very much, and I may again do it a few times in the future. As always, I do look forward to hearing from you, uh, my listeners, and sharing any of the uh, podcasts that have really excited you and things that you would like to hear more of. Um, Again, please support the podcast on Patreon, Artists of New England, for two, five, or ten dollars a month. T shirts available. The t-shirts are not just for those who've been interviewed, by the way. If you'd like one, please give me a shout at artistsofnewengland at gmail.com, $30 to reserve one, or they'll be available at the party. First annual Artists of New England paint out party. 
And again, I will keep you posted as to the exact date and time and how that event's going to unfold. But I'm thinking it better happen in September or, or you know, then our winters hit us. So happy painting and I'll see you all soon. If you found inspiration from today's show, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and share it with a friend or two on social media. Also, take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes or share your takeaways from today's show on artistsofnewengland.com under today's episode. And while you're there, you'll find links to the topics mentioned in today's show. And don't forget to peruse the growing library of podcasts and resources. Thanks for listening. you got beauty to share with the world that no other human has. So get in the ring and pick up that brush.